For clearly this was a terminal case, otherwise why come to Kierling? One look at our prospectus would tell you we were not the ideal facility for treatment of such cases. Our staff was small, our resources limited. We made do with twenty beds in high season and twelve in low. We were not well-equipped like Hayek with the latest technologies. Ours was an old building, homey and idiosyncratic. The X-ray machine had nine years of hard use. The floor tiles were scarred, the walls needed paint, the water stains on the ceiling were like sunken continents. The elevator, on those intermittent occasions when it was running, gave off a hideous protracted screech like someone being brutally strangled that unnerved not just our patients and staff, but indeed the whole village, as every operation of that malign machine, for reasons no engineer could determine, also made the lights buzz and go dim in the post office down the street. When it's quiet for a while, I'm glad. Of course, we had our attractions. We were smaller than Hayek's, but we were more flexible, more accommodating. Our patients came to us fresh off the battlefield, so to speak, craving stability and routine. When the body is at war, the mind sues for peace, and this we did our best to provide. Our cook, Hans, was the envy of the region. Our grounds were immaculately maintained. We offered two glasses of heavy cream a day for no extra charge, and arsenic injections at twelve shillings a shot. There was a spacious communal sunbathing area downstairs, a nicely appointed common area in which to chat and play cards and from every balcony an expansive view of the rose gardens below and the vineyards beyond. In short, any fair appraisal would conclude that for our size and cost structure we were a perfectly commendable facility, and nothing like the drab resort hotel for the dying of Klopstock's semi-fictional retrospections administered by a sick old man with no time for our affairs. This from Klopstock whose own medical training comprised all of three semesters. But then he had only the one patient to think of, whereas I had an entire hospital to run. I did not have the privilege of picking and choosing among my charges, deciding who was exceptionally deserving and who was not, to lie marooned in a sea of idleness, fighting to absorb the very air around you, your loved ones fretting helplessly nearby, your muscles withering, the clock's black hands turning uselessly in circles, never pointing anywhere new. Surely this formless twilight, this slow suffocation was exceptional enough. Anyway, we have been witness to terrible things here. We endured the war. We endured the pandemic. We endured the death of our friends and loved ones, like my own poor Krista, To go on being human, this is our own grim prognosis. Sometimes it seems the most wasting and corruptive illness of all. 